0: To episode 113 of the Inside Jogging Podcast. Some big marathon news to catch up on this week, with records going down in Valencia, plus there's some fast action in Fukuoka and indoors in the US too. But for all of that, in a week where COP28 met in Dubai, a country famed for its action on climate change. You now we welcome to the show. A man who has a bigger carbon footprint than most, as he owns every pair of super shoes probably that's ever been available on the planet. How's life in soggy Wales, Joshua?
1: Yeah, literally that is. I just uh, just did an easy run and uh, soggy is the word I would use. But one good thing, we're recording on a Monday now. And I don't know if you remember, maybe two weeks ago, what I said was coming on Mondays near me. Do you remember? What was coming on a Monday
0: near you? Pizza Monday, Margarita Monday.
1: Margarita Monday, there we go. So I will be... Uh, I've done my run, not left it till eight o'clock. So yeah, I'll be down, be down there later.
0: Good, good. I'll um i welcome our this evening, who's probably the opposite of Josh, and didn't own a pair of carbon shoes until about 2022. And he still thinks he's a non-responder. How's the injury, Shano? Uh
2: yeah, it's not responding to anything. <laughs> no, the injury's all right. The niggle's fine. Um I went to the gym yesterday and hurt myself through DOMS and it's not aggravated in the hamstring so injury's probably fine recovery's not great
0: (laughs) and did I say you've become a TikTok influencer this week
2: yep so I'm officially an influencer I have a TikTok account so probably going to go viral I I might already be viral to be honest who knows Um, I mean the video I saw
0: talked me through I think you're in your house rather than the gym, wearing tights. It wasn't in the gym, was it?
2: There was some snaps from the gym, some snaps from the house. Mm. Just you know, I've got a collection of of very high quality content sat on my technical devices, and I just thought I'll pull some things through from. Let's, let's not dig know, from too, from all.
0: Let's not dig too far into the archives because there's probably some dodgy content going back a few years. So we'll we'll keep those off TikTok. There's anyway, some
2: fantastic, bye. fantastic content of you.
0: Right, let's go into our training weeks, Shane. Um, I presume you did no
2: running. What have you been up Correct.
0: to?
2: So obviously, I've I've been transforming into an influencer. So I've been doing that. Um, I've uh, I went to the gym. What else have I done? How many times? I, have I've been watched to TV. Uh, just once. Once. <laughs> <Well, I'm laughs> <that's laughs> so yeah so all all in all uh, my week zero miles it's been great
0: okay and any any thoughts when you get back running yeah
2: no not really
0: so next week well this weekend is there going to be any attempt at running in malaga
2: i'm going to take my running shoes but probably not okay We'll we'll see. We'll see, I might go for a little easy run if everyone's going for a little shakeout the day before. Yeah, let's do that.
0: We'll get we'll post that. You post that on your TikTok account. Big shakeout run. I saw a few influencers do that in Valencia. Right. I'm sure we can get a couple of thousand on ours, can not
2: we? Yeah, sure. Do we have like a, a CBD oil brand that we can get involved in that? Or? I'm
0: sure. I'm sure Josh can source one for us this
1: week. But Shane, don't you just smoke it? <laughs>
2: That's the thc side of it, it'll be lovely,
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that was probably the quickest training week we've ever been through, Shane. So, you sit back and relax, Josh. You did a little bit of running, not too much. I bad, did, but I did, yeah, through.
1: yeah. So, um, if anyone listened last week, they'll know that idea is Paris Half, um, and Rob gave. Give me a, a bit of an early Christmas present, to be honest. So I had a very very easy week. Um, so Monday and Tuesday I actually had off. Uh, Wednesday evening I did eight miles. So I ran with Sam Borum, um, just our typical. Actually, this wasn't our typical route because it's now dark. I I improvised, uh, and basically he wanted ten miles. I wanted eight, and we got pretty pretty close actually, um. But he was a little bit late so i ended up waiting quite a while for him and it was bloody freezing so i was very very cold but yes eight miles 628 then i did some strides so one thing i off the back of paris i felt very sluggish um so a few times um i did strides last week just to try and get not like popping my legs but just to actually get a bit of turnover um those ones weren't too bad i did some on friday I'll come to um, which weren't as good. Then uh, Thursday, I did uh, eight miles and that was just 6.09. So last week was we were pretty busy at work. We we're just getting our budget signed off. Um, and as I'm off this week, yeah, there's a few, few late nights working. So quite, I didn't leave till half seven. Um, and again, it was really, really cold in the UK last week. And this was pretty pretty chilly um so yeah eight miles nothing really to report then friday so i was actually off work on friday um and i met someone for coffee uh at lunchtime and thought i should have run beforehand i didn't then i've got an exam this week so i was was studying so stayed in the um, cafe the bike lock um which is kind of i would say it's my local it's not my local it's my most regular uh, and it's, yeah good, good little spot in Cardiff if anyone's there uh, or near nearby but um I ended up postponing this until seven o'clock at night for literally no reason and I don't know why I did it and I was like I really 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 more than anything can be asked to go but I got it got it done uh, so I did 10 miles 605s um and I kind of just again in, I wanted a different route because I can't, I go to but- um, not but- uh, Rofe Lake all the time um so I, I ran down into town which there's like a cardiff cardiff shit version of winter wonderland but you get everybody there nobody's paying attention you're running on the the, the pass and there's just people it's just carnage um so round yeah around town was was a little bit messy um but yeah got got back um and that was that then saturday the only difference to this run from the night before, so I felt a little bit like, again, sluggish. Um, I'm missing some strides off one of my other runs. Oh, it's fr- the Saturday, that's why. Um, yeah, so Saturday, the only difference was I took my jacket off and it was light. Um, and I my legs felt so, so much better for no real reason. So I did 12 miles um, and it was kind of the same sort of intensity. It felt the same intensity as the day before. I ended up averaging 5.49s. Uh, and the last few were, re- yeah, reasonably decent effort, actually, uh, or re- decent pace. So, uh, I was like, yeah, a few, like, 5.40s, 5.38 I finished with. um, And my legs felt all right. Like, I felt very strong. I wouldn't necessarily say I feel very quick. And this way, so these strides I did afterwards, I went and did the first stride, and I genuinely didn't feel like I was running any different to the pace I finished the run. Like, not at all. So I was like, oh, maybe it's just cold. And I don't know if you guys get it. I've... I had it a few times this last week where my feet are so cold I can't feel them so when I'm running I can't always feel when I'm on the ground I know it sounds very odd um and also other parts of my legs like especially my upper legs when they're really cold I just they go a bit like jelly um and it's a horrible feeling so then the Sunday um Sunday was raining quite a lot and uh, I watched Valencia so' there's a um, I was up quite early just watching that. It started at 7.15 UK time. So watched a little bit of that. And then I met Daph uh, for a, a run. Um, so did 14 miles with him. Went a little bit easier because um, he's had a little bit of a cold lesson. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so I did 11 with him in the end. And he, he actually went back because he, he felt a little bit ropey. Um, so picked up a little bit the last few And that was my week. So not really much running. I did 53 miles. But I do feel, my legs do feel better. uh, And I got Telford this week. And then after that, marathon season.
0: So why did you go so easy this week? Do you know?
1: Just because my, see, you know, I I said it last week. My legs felt really fucked after I had that massage on the Monday. And my quads especially. And I had it all week. Um, And basically, Rob just said, let's just have an easy week. We get reset. We go again.
0: And you actually agree to this?
1: I do as I'm told all the time.
0: Mm, debatable. So next week you say it's Telford?
1: The, or this week for us, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, this week. This Sunday's Telford. Yeah. You feeling optimistic for it or? Um, uh,
1: not really, to be honest. Um I I haven't done much 10K stuff. I feel like it's gonna feel like a sprint from the start but it's a race and i like racing so i i think realistically i should be able to run low 30 i don't think i can run break 30 um but i think if i run like 3015 is kind of what i'm saying in my head hmm. um around around yeah between 30 and 3015 i think would be a good target for me um but again ultimately everything just builds to the marathon so as long as I have a decent run, I'm I'm not so fast.
0: Yeah, because the marathon's just under twelve weeks now. So yes, or is it just under ten? Like just under eleven weeks? Just under. I think 11. just under eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: so next week is week ten weeks out. So, yeah. eight weeks of solid work, full send in, and then.
0: Have you yeah, have you seen start months. lists for Telford yet? Nah, I'm not really interested. Are they, are they as busy as usual? Do you know?
1: I'd expect so um i've not I've not done i've I've done it quite a few years in a row, and I've not seen many times where it's not rammed
0: was it last year you all went and it was snowing,
1: yeah, yeah. and I dropped out because I was scared of getting injured
0: yeah yeah and Shane did Shane finish no yeah, Shane did the same didn't he <laughs> yeah. yeah, so let's see if we can get a um a finish this weekend out of me or you um yeah. I'll go into my week then, because I was into my taper. I've struggling to remember Monday's run. Um, it looks like I went out at half past eight, which is pretty odd for me. Um, so, hmm. Anyway, I did eleven and a half miles, six fifty threes. So it was obviously feeling okay. I'm just I just and I, I went out and back, but yeah. Very little to report because I can't really remember most of that run. Um, Tuesday, I went out at lunchtime again. I'm failing to remember yesterday, let alone last week. Like, if you look at this run, Josh, I've done some odd loops on it. Are you on Strava? I am. I'm just trying to. Why have I gone into a car park? I was obviously just trying to add on some miles. Yeah, yeah I, I, was, I was going to say to... there's only one reason. Oh, well, I don't know. I do. I remember it now. This I do remember this one. So I went to go into Burley, and it's still closed because they had the Christmas fair last weekend. And I I had an hour, so I needed to add on. It was pretty damp and miserable um on this. So yeah, eight eight and a half miles an hour, six fifty twos on Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, I had to jog to get the car to get lights from nursery, so I did two miles or so, um, six fifty-fives. I was gonna do my session all day and I uh, didn't do it until after I'd picked the laser up. So I jumped on the treadmill, eight by a K off seventy-five seconds, and then four four lots of two hundred. I think the Ks I started off about I don't know, three oh eight nine pace and finished at sort of three oh two and maybe the last one cranked it up a bit for the last little bit um they felt pretty smooth I I know what I, f- I forgot to say is I had a cold didn't I all of last week so I was gonna do this session on the Tuesday but still wasn't feeling up to it so I did it on the Wednesday. Anyway eight by okay all good um Thursday I started feeling a little bit better but as Josh said the temperature really dropped last week and by 10 to 4 when I got out it was about one degree or freezing and I put on two hats I had 60 three minutes before i had to get down to pick up the car to then go get eliza and i wanted 10 miles and i thought what would josh do so i thought i'll go to this loop which is about 900 meters and i'll just pick up so i i think i picked up to was it five five fifties in the middle maybe nah 555 at best but anyway most of it is sort of six minute mile and so i so i did ten point two seven miles six oh eight. Um actually I didn't produce any sweat on that run. I just just one of those runs where it's just so cold. And You know what that means though? I have to do them all like that. Well you have to run faster than that. I've just come into shape mate. Just peak <laughs> at the right time don't you worry about that. Exactly exactly um I I got to the nursery and they're still not like since COVID, they're not letting people in, so you have to ring the doorbell. But there was a queue. And I was in my running kit, which was I had a base layer that was slightly damp. I got so cold. I don't think I've been that cold in a long time. So <laughs> not happy about that. Um so Friday. I think I missed a day here. Yeah. How have I missed a day? I'm sure I did session on Thursday. Someone help me out.
1: Um, I, I I was off your profile. Hang on.
0: I think oh, I've uh, started the week early.
2: Yeah, you did. I did um,
0: eleven and a half miles on Sunday. That's why I don't remember it, as because it was the week before. So scrap what I have said. Monday was <laughs> Monday was the hour. Um, Tuesday was the session. And then Wednesday was that run I just described. Thursday, I did my last marathon session and it was icy. And I planned to do this in the day and I waited until it sort of the sun came out, but it was still icy on the roads. And I saw from a few other people around me that I think Phil Martin tried to do this session around the lake and it was too icy. I just didn't want to risk it. I thought there's just no point going out to a road loop and having to tiptoe around corners. So I jumped on the treadmill. Session is 5K warm-up, 5K marathon effort, 2K jog, 5K marathon effort, 2K jog, 2K harder, 2K jog. So I think that's 23K all in all. Um, And first 5K block. I did it 3.17s just in case my treadmill was a bit soft. Felt okay. Second 5k I did it 3.14s. Getting a bit excited. Um, And the 2k k harded it 3.07s. And I jogged kind of, I think, 4 minute mile, 4 minute Ks in between. So Again, I'm sure the treadmill's a bit soft, but that's probably the quickest for any of the blocks I've done on it, on the treadmill. And it felt Pretty pretty good. I wore my new Alpha Flies for that. So they've had an outing for the race. Um nice. Friday I did get outside on the ice and did eight and a half miles at seven minute mile in. I just tried to loop around on the flat because I was just scared of slipping over and just doing something stupid. But I did wait a bit late because My third cold in a row returned on the Friday. So um, so I didn't feel great on that. Saturday morning, I joined Sam. I did eight and a half mile with him. 707s, my voice started to go, which is great. Um, Nice and easy. And then Sunday, it snowed on Saturday night. And me, Ben and James are going to meet up they then decided to go to Bourne Woods, which I just knew was not a great idea um, because I want, I always like to, the Sunday before, do kind of 12-ish, 75 minutes at sort of six, I don't know, a minute per mile slower than marathon pace, just a bit steadier, but nothing too hard. Um, I was busy tracking Valencia, so I jumped on the treadmill, I did the first four miles and I had to put Swift on my phone because my laptop wasn't working. But my tracker was on my phone. So if you swipe off Swift on your phone, it pauses it. So I couldn't I've
1: had this before.
0: I couldn't do look at the tracker and do Swift at the same time. So I stopped, tried to get my laptop working, didn't so I just did the rest of the run just off the off the treadmill face and, and yeah, was tracking my runners um running alongside them for the last few K. It was um a good way to get the get the miles in it sort of passed the time quickly. So I think I did twelve miles all in all at about six twenty five, six thirty pace. So I think just over seventy-five minutes. That's it. I think that was a week of seventy four miles. 8xK, 2x5K plus 2K in
1: there. That's How are you weird. feeling for next weekend?
0: Well, it's it's difficult because I, I do feel like I'm coming into some shape. Like, there would be no way that, I don't know, six, eight weeks ago, I could do 8xK on a Tuesday, do six-minute mine on a Wednesday, and then do another session on Thursday. So... I think I'm coming to some shape it's it's just a little bit annoying that I couldn't do that I wanted to do that session on Thursday on the track um but I didn't want to risk going to Peterborough and I could have got dropped off when Eliza goes swimming in Peterborough and jogged to the track then to find it was closed because then I'd just be stuck and so I was just like well because I think I've done that session with you on the track for Josh. I think you paced me for a five k on it.
1: Yeah, I remember that was when sessions like that would have been far too long for
2: me.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm confident and and seeing some of the results from Valencia and <clears throat> I know it's you should never compare it to other people, but I do think two twenty two is doable. You know, going off at seventy one, I think about three twenty two pace. And there could be a couple of us doing that. So we should be able to share some of the effort. And hopefully, I mean, if that feels... I want it to feel comfortable in the first 10K. And if it does feel comfortable, then I can just stick at it. Um, Yeah, I'll try not to get any more gold creep before the day. If, I've just seen some of the... Nah, res- mate, I
2: love, I love
1: a bit of gold creep. Keep going. You've got four, four or five more days to go.
0: I know. This went when tomorrow I've got... Um, 6 by 800 if i start knocking those out in in 218s then i'll be like our oh, two sixteen 216s on boys but <clears throat> no nah, going to enjoy it as long as i get round i'll be happy
2: so i have got a question then <clears throat> what are you going to do so like let's say the first half of the marathon are you someone who's going to be going to be what are you going to be clock watching you're just going to sort of settle into a rhythm early doors and see how um, you go
0: I, I never really look at my watch apart from the 5K splits. and Yeah. And I remember my PB year, so I think the, the 5K splits on average was 1610. And I went through the first 5K in 1630 because I just settled with a group and then it turns out that group, because it meant to be a pacemaker and that was a bit too slow. So I just moved. To the next group, but I just go off. I can judge it on feel, I think. I just it's dangerous, isn't it, to go by splits because if you're not feeling good, then don't run 322s, I'll run whatever feels about right. I just I just don't think there's any benefit to following watch splits. Um so yeah, I'll just go off feel. Um and look. If if the feels maybe a little bit quicker than ideal, but still reasonably comfortable, say, you know, there's a couple of us running 320s and it doesn't feel like too much of a stretch, I'll go with it because it'll be a group. I, I just feel like racing it like you would do in any other race situation is a better way of running it than going completely to splits. I would
1: 100% agree, to be honest.
0: So so yeah, I've um the problem I've got is I'm coaching a few people who are going out there. And a few less than original because a few people have dropped out by now. And it's you find out it's a little bit tricky to then focus on your race. You sort of you've been focusing you I've spent all these weeks with people doing Valencia and other marathons. And I've just realised today that I didn't have any race kit, so I've just had to order some. I've got my shoes. I've just gone downstairs and checked I've got enough Morton. I do. That's good. I need a haircut still. So, and, as Shane knows, I have no idea yet how I'm going to get to Newark to meet Shane. So I probably should start planning for myself rather than others now. But, yeah. It's good. It's good to be back in in a marathon week. Get some carbs in on Wednesday, and we'll be good to go.
1: Nice, that's exciting stuff. It's been a while, so it's I'm very... actually excited for you.
0: Well, it's Frankfurt 2019 is the last time I finished, so that's four years ago. And then we did the London COVID race, which I didn't finish. That was October 2020. You didn't even get that far, really, did you? Ten mile. Did
1: you? I thought it was less than that.
0: No, I got to tell... I, I know, dropped...
1: Shane. You're laughing. I know. I know you're laughing, but no, genuinely, because were you ill
0: or my um? You, you I... had a
1: problem with your shoe or something?
0: My glute was sore. Then my shoe also. My, my shoe was. I wore those new pocket shoes, didn't I? And the insole came out.
2: Yeah, but I mean, up. I wasn't going to say why like that, <laughs>
0: didn't <he?
2: laughs> Yeah.
0: So it was more my hip. I think I had a glute issue, and I knew it was going to ah, be okay. an issue. But I think I, I let them. you go at ten K. And then ran Yeah, was I,
1: I was pretty I remember the race quite well because you were ch- shuddering on in my ear, like, oh my shoes there. I was just thinking you were like, Oh I, I don't feel great, but I was just thinking, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I well, was tuned into what I wanted to
0: do. I dropped back to um to Lanasha, who, as we'll yeah. talk about later. Dropped another 2.15 this weekend. Yeah. Um, Strava lead board. Josh, you got it open?
1: Of course. And we actually have a new entrant on top. Danny Krazuki. So, 144.8 miles. I tried to go on their profile, the private, following 22 people. Um, of which? They've gone for quality, not quantity.
0: Yeah, well, you say quality. There's... Um...
1: Oh, but, yeah, true, they didn't follow me.
0: There's there's a few quality characters in there, a few not so quality. Uh, Johnny
1: Miller, Brett Robinson.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, I see, I see your point. Yeah. Derek,
1: uh, we've got Derek Hawkins, Scullion, Ed Goddard, and Connor Mance. That's a a good set of... uh. If you're only going to follow twenty three people. There's some good ones in there. Yeah. Anyway, he's yeah. top. And then regular in the top three, Jake Barricker, He's back, banging the miles. 143.6 he's been doing some tasty sessions as well so if anyone's uh interested go and have a look at his um Shava, he's doing a lot of mileage and a fair bit of quality so hopefully he can keep it together because i think he's doing a Tokyo marathon so be interested to see how he goes now.
0: that's still a while away i think that's still like nine ten weeks away
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think he's got a coach <laughs> um and then uh again another regular at the top is jasper mcdowell 142 um and then on the the women's side uh, i think i checked this one off. someone's got their top yeah someone's got no not anya i checked this last week i remember top lady is cm i don't know what their name is that's their their the, the, the strava profile name hundred miles Okay. Oh, Second place, Anya Cullen. It's 19- Cardiff, 5. Josh. Five point eight. I know, but but I'm sure the C doesn't stand for Cardiff.
0: Okay.
1: Anyway. I right. did I did some digging last week when you uh when you were going for your week, but I yeah, I can't say I know them. Um or maybe I do know them, and I just don't know the name. Then third place in the women's scrolling down. Okay,
0: Rachel
1: How far down are you?
0: Twentieth.
1: Oh yeah, I missed that. Oh, uh, no, I think you're wrong.
0: Go on, then. Why am I wrong?
1: Last week?
0: Yeah, 26.
1: Oh, okay, 26. I was like a 20th. Yeah, Rachel McGinnis. you're right.
0: 80.8. Um, Did you see Anya's signs in Valencia? I did. Interesting. We might come to those later. Um, shall we go... Actually... I've got some listener questions because I've got some from last week that we never got to. So let's just let's see if we can tick some of those off. Um Needham Runner. I presume his surname is Needham rather than from Needham Market. Um he says, is November, December the best time to do a marathon?
2: I'll go first. Go on. No. <laughs> um <laughs> But we spoke about this, didn't we? When when we got questioned why we were doing uh, Malaga, and my theory was that it could be because the weather would be the most consistent, but it hasn't been, is it really? So who knows? Um, I mean, I, I, think, I think for me,
1: I would like to do Berlin. I mean, yeah. you're going to say, "Oh, it's too hot in the summer," but I like I would much rather
0: be a bit warm
1: and a bit tanned than. Just wet and soggy, and train in the dark.
0: October is the peak, mate. That's what you want go for.
1: Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, do you know what? When I did London, um, actually, the year we were just talking about, the training in the summer then was decent. Like, it was pretty good. We, yeah. I was doing loops around Rose in. Um, it was nice. You could train. You could go after work. it Doesn't matter if it was nine o'clock at night. You could yeah. still get your warm down done. Um. Yeah, that was good. That was probably the best one.
0: Um I've got one here from, from Ballard one thousand eleven. He says he's very disappointed in Shane for admitting to have a dog cam. Not sure why. Shane?
2: I mean anybody's watching on it, I guess. <laughs> a dog cam.
0: Yeah, what's wrong with your dog cam?
2: I don't know, I just what I like to see when he's barking at people walking past.
0: Ryan Ballard. Maybe um Maybe drop us a message to let us know why you're disappointed in shame for having one of those. I mean, I've could be worse. I've got a a ring camera at the back just for my cat. But anyway, let's Last move on. Uh, Retirement village says, "What's the worst thing the lads Maranoya has led them to do when tapering?" Josh, what's the worst thing you've done in a taper?
1: Oh my god, come back to me. I'm thinking.
0: I'm okay. sure I've done something really stupid though. Ain't only ever done one taper. Do you do anything stupid in that?
2: Um, I'd, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. That, you're talking about London, right? Yeah. Yeah. The day before I stayed in Putney and went Put- for a run. Putney. And I, was like, I, was, I was like, I don't feel too good. So I did two miles fast downhill. I <laughs> remember that. It didn't work. <laughs> no. I've done it. I,
1: I'm struggling to think of anything really stupid. I mean, I just go like ultra, ultra cautious um i mean i would say this wasn't maranoia this was more trying to get to the start line in seville i was trying to do strides the day before and i couldn't really wait there but in my head i was thinking i only have to push off once and if i can push off once i'm all right realistically that's the most stupid thing i could probably thought Um, but yeah i just do things like i just won't run on the pavement i'll run on the road because i don't want to fall off a curb or like i'll wear a face mask like everywhere
0: or you'll forget to bring your breakfast and come to my hotel try and find. oh yeah
1: yeah that i mean i wouldn't say that i would say they're just stupidity things not less maranoia things but
0: yeah i think the only thing i've had is there was like a phase probably i don't know 2015 and i think it was steve way and a few others who started it about running fast all marathon week and also doing the um the old what's his name what's he Ron Hill diet for the week week oh you just no, not eating no carbs like
1: not eating carbs yeah
0: no carbs Monday to Thursday then you load and it's so I did that. So I had no carbs Monday to Thursday but was also doing every run at sub six minute miling. And I didn't run badly. I think I ran 219 that year but probably not optimum and I felt horrific all week and I think I also did a parkrun the day before too fast so there's that there was also one year that I went to do parkrun the day before I was just going to jog around but I went down to Rutland and that was closed so I smashed it to Peterborough and started running towards them and they'd already started and what well, about 400 metres in and I turned round and a bike went straight into me and he had like a 10 grand road bike so I sent him up the road to Rutland Cycling where I worked at the time to go fix his wheel because I couldn't bother to argue with him I was like why are you biking into Parkrun? There you go um, What else have I done? I don't know if I've ever done anything to Maranoia though I think I've always just I don't know been pretty chilled. I did go watch Ipswich the day before, like twenty sixteen London Marathon. I was at the expo, then drove to drove to Portman Road, watched Ipswich get into the playoffs. Got a Tesco meal deal, drove back to my mum's. and ran the marathon on Sunday. Solid prep.
1: So, I just thought of something else I did this year because I and this was more because it was less Maranoia. It was more trying again trying to get to the star line i'm good at these actually getting to the star line um walking around in carbon shoes because my kids were so sore i couldn't walk in normal shoes
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny that was bad it it is funny what you do i suppose the only thing of maranoia that i do differently is it just forces me to stretch and i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing when i don't stretch for the rest of the year i just sort of get into this phase of i need to stretch tonight now and yeah probably bad but there you go um let's go to some news we'll start off in valencia did you manage to watch the stream josh
1: i did yeah well yeah i watched first half before my run then i watched it back when i got back you can talk
0: through the men's race
1: um so yeah i mean they they went off there's a big group um they went through halfway pretty quick um like 60 35 and i even at that point i was thinking there's no way i mean i was kind of thinking there's no way they're going to be able to like sort of keep this up but then i was like i kind of thought that with um kipton and i, I never really thought chapter i was going to run like crazy quick i thought my guess was like three four, uh, sorry two four two five not three four um so I was quite surprised they went off so fast. Um, and then it kind of broke up. Candy got dropped. Well, a few of them got dropped, to be honest. tep got dropped. Then Candy got dropped and got sort of back to the group. And then there was a group of three of them. Um, and then c style Lemma sort of just forged on, really, on his own. Um, and he ended up winning. So he ran two o one forty eight, which is pretty bloody good. Because um, I always think he looks dated is probably the best word. He's got silver fox almost
0: i mean Um, it's the fourth four fastest in history
1: yeah he will be i guess after kipchoge Bikili, and kipton
0: yeah and he broke kipton's course record of last year
1: yeah exactly so yeah i mean and i heard something crazy like the amount of marathon he's done something like 27 28 marathons or something like absolutely ridiculous um so yeah he he won anyway and then in second place alexander matuso so he came through um i don't think he was in the group of 3 what? he was oh,
0: it was, he? He was in the pack at halfway
1: oh you know but i don't think he was in the group of 3 that broke away
0: no no
1: um so it that cuz that uh it was candy oh, i don't know the other guy i think it was a athlete yeah no i don't i, don't, I don't know it wasn't him either um could have been could have been Walde. to be fair um yeah i think it was Walde. so He and he ended up third. So second, Matuso was two o three eleven, and Walde was two o three forty eight. And then, I mean, in the men's race, you go back. uh, Joshua Chapter Guy two o eight fifty nine, and that's thirty seventh. That is phenomenal.
0: He knows how to blow up.
1: Yeah, I mean, I respect it so much.
0: Well, um, so he was coming through that last fifty meters, and he was leaning. Forwards more than he was going upright, uh, yeah. and Shane sent me a, a video of him being carried to the yeah. medical tent afterwards. Which my reply was, or Shane said, "That's going to be us, me, him, and Ron on Sunday," but propping me up at the bar instead of the medical tent. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I actually, I respect being able to put yourself in that much of a hole.
0: Yeah. Um. I actually don't know when he blew I've not looked at his splits, I don't know what point he actually oh,
1: his, his splits are tremendous. He ran let me let me find them because I don't want to miss Okay, a while you're
0: finding those, I'll talk about in fourth grade yeah, Bikili came through. Um Josh wrote him off last week and his, his new super Yeah, I did. Anter. But at the age of forty one, um he he ran a new Vets record and I actually haven't got his time written down. <laughs>
1: It's 204 by 204,
0: the way the second. 204 low. Um it's under 20430 because fifth place was 2.04.33. And he he picked off quite a, a, a lot in the last few K because it was a bit of a surprise when he came through into fourth. But yeah, he's still there, still relevant. And in
1: not, his golf shoes.
0: Yeah, not a bad time in some golf shoes. Uh I suppose the other stat in the men's, 28 men broke two or eight. So 28 men under the qualifying time, at least, um, which is the most ever. Uh, I think before that, I was 18 at last year's Valencia. And I'm going to talk about one guy now. <clears throat> I wasn't going to talk about it until later. So Medi Frere, I think he ran two 20... o. I have got the results here. I haven't got the British results. 205. 205, 205.43. Bikini was 204.19. So Medifra, 205.43. Massive, massive PB. And it was a good day for the French. I think they had five or six under 28, didn't they, Josh? Um, Yeah. But Medifra, so he runs 205.43 in the evening, in the morning. Goes back out in the evening for a forty-five minute recovery run, not twenty minutes, and not twenty minutes, really, really slow. I think he did forty-five minutes at like seven forty-fives. Um, so interesting, I would say.
1: I'm just calculating chip, uh, um, chapter guys splits. So, I mean, he started to slow twenty-five to thirty. And then he's gone 16.01, 16.57, and in his last 2.1K, he's gone
0: 8.36. 16.57 is 2.24 pace, I think, 17 minutes. Oh, oh what's the 8.36? I mean, that's slow. Well, that's four-minute Ks, isn't it, roughly? So, close to 2.50 pace? Yeah, yeah, it will be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he still ran 208. That's the funny thing.
0: <laughs> mm. Well, if he went through in 60 30, yeah, he's ran a 67 odd second half, didn't
1: he? So, so the Six, key he ran 68 68 25. Okay. The, key 68, get, the key is to get
0: time in the bank early, exactly. Adam Clark taught me that. Yeah, Josh has always said that. Let's go to the women's, women's race, which was won by Ethiopia's. Uh, Decafar, Decafar. De- De- How do you say it, Josh?
1: Yeah, Decafar, I guess.
0: Decafar, anyway. She's the Boston 29 champion, 2019 champion. She, I think, since her last marathon, has had maybe a couple of children. So, um, her last marathon was 219.38 in January 2020, uh, when super shoes weren't really a thing, and she's returned to go. Fifth on the all time list with two seventeen forty one. She, um, yeah, was was probably a bit of a surprise winner with with Ayana there. I just gave the wrong time, didn't I? Two fifteen fifty one. She ran, not two seventeen forty one. Two fifteen fifty one, and then Ayana in second and two sixteen twenty two, and Gabriekadan third and two seventeen fifty nine it's it was interesting watching the lead woman because whenever it cut to them a certain Dan Nash was was always just just ahead getting Do you ready, know what? He, He's
1: phenomenal at finding the lead woman in every race yeah and I've seen, I've seen him on it probably five times where he's just you flick over and he's he's in the lead women's group
0: yeah I mean she was never gonna trouble the world record, but still 215's phenomenal, phenomenal time. Um the other stat from the women's race was there was at least 12, I think it was 13 women's national records. Um, but at least 12 of them were under 226, so national records for Spain, Italy, South Africa, Switzerland, Finland, and many more. Um, the Spanish girl, Mayut, I think. I think the same as the Spanish man who got a national record with both previously Ethiopians.
1: Tur she was Turkish. So she ran it lot like, funnily enough, ran the she was she ran last year, uh and then ran this year, and she just ran the same time as the Turkish girl ran for her record. Yeah. If that if you can make any sense of my sentence.
0: Yeah, 221-27 for both of those two. Um yeah. That was quite a good sprint finish, actually. For you, if you. It was also it. a good. It was a good Aussie battle, wasn't there? I think there was a um, some decent runs from. Well, I think was there four. Waitman, uh, Eloise Welling, I think Eloise Wellings was fourth back. Waitman was third back. Second was
1: Genevieve. Oh, I'm not sure. Second, but Genevieve. Um, I was just going to call her Lacaz, but it's Gregson now. I think yeah. she was first Aussie back, wasn't she?
0: Uh, Izzy Bat Doyle was ah uh, there you go yeah. was second back, 223-27. She's been training in, in London with uh Charlotte Purdue for the last few weeks since coming back from altitude, maybe. Um so yeah, very good debut from her. British results. I'll start with the men and the first that there was 13 British men under 220 here. So probably more than there ever is at London. And fastest Brit home was Mohamed Mohamed in 2.8.42, who was just seven seconds ahead of Phil Sessman in a in a massive PB of 2.8.49. Both those two, just half a minute outside the Olympic qualifying standard. But as Josh said last week, he's probably right to back Phil Sessman. He did produce 2.8.49. Um, yeah, remarkable. Times that a debut from Mohammed Mohammed 2842. is pretty pretty solid too. Where's that put them on the all time about
1: I'll check whilst you carry on.
0: <clears throat> I want to say about sixth and seventh, maybe.
1: Yeah, it must must be. it got to be the fastest ever debut. It might might even be, uh no, Emil. Oh yeah, Mo was quicker probably too. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, so Phil's Phil's eighth. And yeah, Moe's seventh.
0: Yeah, seventh of an eight all time. Um, third Brit as we mentioned, Dan Nash two fifteen twenty two in a PB, and I'll give a shout out to the fourth Brit home, Chris Perry two sixteen twenty eight, a nice little negative split for the most tanned man in the northwest of of England. Um, yeah, I mean there was some pretty good results going down. I mean Jason Hall two seventeen twenty eight, who's I think last year was running about 34 minutes for 10k. Um, Logan Smith, 219.41 on a debut. Um, yeah. Dougie Musson, 217.15 for PB. So, yeah, good racing there. On the women's side, first Brit home was Clara Evans in 225.01. Closely followed by Lee Partridge in 225.09. And... Lauren Hayes was third back in two thirty-one thirty on her on her debut. Um I've not got Sonia Samuels on there. She ran two twenty-eight, I feel. So I don't know how it's missed her out. Yeah, she did. Two
1: twenty-eight. Yeah, I remember seeing it.
0: How old is Sonia now? She's at forty as well, so <laughs>
1: I'll take your word for it, I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, anything else from Valencia worth noting
1: nothing uh, the only thing I'll say I, I told you boys so adding on to the French French theme I ran with a guy called Felix Bohr in half marathon the Paris one actually I did last week in 2019 and we ran together for probably 13k and admittedly he did push on he went and ran 206 yesterday, which when you look on the face of it's phenomenal. Look at his second half split. He ran 62-44 in the second half. That is ridiculous. Like, absolutely ridiculous. I don't know what he's got in his croissants, but I want some. That's the only thing I'd add. I mean, the, the again, you touched on it. I think Sesman, I just wanted to dwell on the point of That is phenomenal, like 208. And it just shows, I actually texted him this, like that gives me a lot of motivation. Like he is someone, uh, yeah, don't get me wrong, we'll get Ted Instagram posts about it. But he does, he puts the work in and the results show from it. And I just think it's a good thing you can see, like input equals output. Um, Yeah, I got a lot of time for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah um I suppose for me the only other thing for Valencia was it's it's a stressful time watching your athletes run Shane how many did you have anyone running in Valencia? no uh, but you know I get because like you almost get the live track of every I think it's predictive isn't it between the 5k splits but you're sort of following them to the second and yeah I had a few stressful minutes and a couple of people just miss. Their targets and some some go under but yeah it's always an interesting day coaching so I'm not sure how I feel if I'm while I'm racing Malaga when I've also got people running hopefully I don't get too distracted while I'm running and switch off too much but anyway I'll, I'll let you know how they're getting on good Fukuoka um I I put this in just because I think Sondre Murray, the Norwegian, returned to form for 207-16. Brett Robinson just missed out on his own Australian record of 208-29. Um, and yeah, as always in Japan, pretty, pretty quick and pretty good depth there. Only other result I've got from the weekend is indoor action from the US, the Boston University Invitational. In the men's 5K, Sam Atkin finished third in 1306 and James West ran 1322. And in the women's Hannah Nuttall was fifth in 1517. There must be some springs in those boards at Boston.
1: Yeah, I saw something like the combination of the track at Boston and Super Shoes or Super Spikes is just like phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because didn't um, the girl who won NCA's break? 50
1: yeah, minutes. yeah, Parker Valby.
0: I'll 14, about fourteen fifty six or whatever. Um,
1: I don't think I could run that at the minute.
0: Yeah, some phenomenally <laughs> quick times. But yeah, I think that's it from results wise. Um, pretty quick show this evening, boys. We've knocked it off in in an hour for once. Um, Josh Telford this weekend. What are you doing? Yeah.
1: Um, so as I said earlier, I've got the week off work, so, but do you know what, actually, I had so much annual leave, I didn't realise, I'm working, so I'm not working this week, I'm working the week after, and then I'm off till the new year, and then I'm off to Spain, so I'm going to be in the office one more time until March, which would be nice.
0: How long are you in Spain for? Uh,
1: a couple of months. I,
0: oh. I don't know how you do it.
1: Um. So yeah. So I've I've got my exam on Thursday. Financial reporting. Um. If that goes well, I've got four more left. So I'm going to try and bash them out as quickly as I can.
0: One second. If you're in Spain for a couple of months, isn't your race on like February the? It's like nineteenth or something. So you in in Spain until your race? Yeah. From when?
1: Well, I haven't decided yet because. I'm we are going to go away for Christmas but I'm probably going to go like back home or I say back home I'm going to leave and go to Spain probably Boxing Day I reckon I just can't cope with getting wet feet anymore I'm just so fed up of it
0: Josh loves a Christmas abroad his 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 story from Christmas 20
1: oh Flagstar
0: was yeah yeah lovely not anyway I know. I respect that, Josh. It's good. Thanks. Shane, how are you going to spend this week
2: on tape? Um, I think I'm going to get, I'm going to get big in the gym. Um, I'm going to do loads of influencer stuff. Um, I, yeah, that's probably about it. Oh, I've, I found a moustache comb uh, when I was moving through my bits. So I'm going to keep brushing my moustache. I'm trying to, and some wax with it. I think I got it as a secret Santa to take the piss the other year, but, Coming in handy, so I might try and flick it out. Just those edge bits. Yeah, that's my week.
0: Well, you've got a suitcase to take to Malaga. What are you gonna put in it? Some weights.
2: All right. Yeah. Oh. No. Um if we can fill it. Might put you in it. <laughs> Alright. Um
0: but yeah, tape a week for us. It would have been for you, but it's tape a week for Malaga. So I've got a couple of little sessions and then need to get this haircut in soon. Yeah, you do. And then work out how we're getting to to Spain on Friday, Um, which... We'll we'll work um, it out. Yeah, we'll work it out. Why haven't
1: you booked flights yet?
0: We have. So the problem is, Josh, that I didn't realise Jenny would be away, so I have no car. The train goes from Stamford back to Peterborough to then go Peterborough to Newark. So I could do that and Shane pick me up. Or I could get Jenny's mum to just drive me and drop me off, which is the better option. On the way back, I'm going to have to get that train and sort of go past Stamford and then come back.
1: Mate, they sound like two very, very easy options. Live in Cardiff and then tell me about problems travelling.
0: Josh... It's, it's hard, mate. I've got to... How far are you from the train station?
1: The 25-minute bus.
0: I suppose I could get taxi, couldn't I? I suppose they exist. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not that hard. But I also... I just know something's going to happen. It's Lincoln. Shane's car will break. Um, He'll crash. Something will happen on Friday. We know it's going to happen. And we're going to end up having to rent a car in Newark from Europe car or something. And cost like £700. It, it'll it just happen. Anyway. But yeah. Any predictions, Josh?
1: Um, I'm going to keep my prediction to myself and I'm going to message Shane it. And we'll see. How
0: That's close that, we uh, are. We need, to, we need it live on air. Do
1: you think? Okay, fine. Um... I think you'll run
2: 223. Mm. Do you know what I'm going to go for? I'm a little bit more optimistic. I think you're going to run 222.41.
0: Well, I thought 222.37, so... Um, Yeah, I think they're fairly ballpark ones. Um, I
1: I think you'll go through quicker than that. And I think the last 5k, you'll remember how shit marathons are.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I probably think so too. Um, <laughs> we've been looking at the weather. It, it does heat up a little bit in Malaga this Sunday at the moment. It could be 18, 19 degrees at the end. So nice, all the more reason to finish quicker. Um, I bought my new saw kit today, so I've got the marathon shorts. Got a nice. Okay. Walk-
1: Two two years after clouds, he's tried to flog them to you. He's yeah. finally given in.
0: Got those, so I can hold some gels. Um, got a nice white vest to reflect the sunlight. I'm prepared now. There he goes. Finally. Anyway, that's it, boys. Oh, Josh, your prediction for me for Telford.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot I'm
0: racing. 30, Thirty twenty-seven.
1: Okay. Shane.
0: Um. Eight K.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm joking <laughs> AK yeah. shit because you've got to walk back from the cone as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, oh 30-21 yeah I think 30-15 to 30 is yeah
1: well I split 30-40 in the half I think so
0: yeah well maybe closer to 30-15 but I was hanging on for dear life you could just give you that motivation to beat both our predictions yeah Exactly, anyway, boys. That's it. Speak again. Yeah, have a good week and good luck Speak again next week. When me and see Shane you on the other side, me and Shane will be on a night out in Malaga It's time next week,
2: <laughs>
0: live from the bar in Malaga. Maybe yeah, we, could do, we could do a live show, Shane. Yeah, I like that. Better. I'll yeah. take my laptop. Yeah, all right, see you in a bit.
2: Ciao.